It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Yank. Yeah, Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. I don't know what the Chiefs are doing. They might have to go actually uh, out and draft a wide receiver after this one because the criminal case against Kansas City Chiefs receiver Tyreek Hill is back on. The case will be reopened following the release of an audio clip with Hill and his fiance discussing their three-year-old son and the investigation into child abuse allegations. Uh, and Andy, uh, Coach Andy Reid confirmed this in the clip. His fiance asked Hill why their three-year-old son did, said daddy did it. The Chiefs told the receiver not to participate in team activities until the Chiefs learn more about the incident. This might not end well for Hill and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bad news, this investigation going on. The Dolphins apparently close to acquiring Josh Rosen from the Cardinals. This has been going on all afternoon. Nothing in stone yet, but the Dolphins apparently are going to give up the 48th pick in the draft for Rosen, according to multiple sources and reports. The deal could reportedly include a late-round pick being sent from Arizona to Miami as well as part of the deal. The Dolphins expressed interest in Rosen prior to the Cards drafting Kyler Murray with the number one pick. The Jets reportedly exploring a third-round trade. They want to get into the second round and do some damage. Rounds two of three of the NFL draft continues tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Clemson and head coach Dabo Sweeney, uh, very, very happy both sides today, especially Sweeney. He's agreed on a 10-year, $93 million extension. Sweeney has led the program to two national championships in the last three years. This also makes him the highest-paid coach in college football history. It surpasses the 10-year, $75 million deal that Jimbo Fisher signed with Texas A&M, and uh, he makes more than Nick Saban now, who's going to make about $8.7 million next year in 2019. Since taking over the program in 2008, Sweeney has amassed a 116-win to 30-loss record, five ACC titles, and two national championships under his belt. With NBA free agency looming, rumors of Kevin Durant's departure heating up, especially today. We've talked about this story all year, but it's really, really getting hot. Several former and current uh, teammates believe the 2014 NBA MVP will leave the Golden State Warriors to join the New York Knicks. That, according to sources and ESPN, more uh, playoff eliminations in both leagues tonight. The Golden State Warriors laying uh, 10 points to the Clippers tonight. Total 231. Warriors lead the series three games to two, but they're letting the Clippers linger. Two more playoff games in the NHL's round two tonight. Carolina and the New York Islanders get things going just after 7 o'clock. This one being played at Barclays instead of Nassau County. The Islanders laying a buck 40 total, five flat. Then at 10 o'clock, we have San Jose hosting Colorado. The Sharks are laying 35 cents in this game. Total is six. Busy night on the diamond, guys, and uh, all sorts of stuff going on. So three games at 7.05, San Diego and Washington. Nats laying minus 210, total seven. Strom versus Sanchez. Miami at Philly. Phillies minus 198 and a half. Arena versus Eikhoff in the big game. Here in Toronto, actually, Oakland at Toronto. Jays laying 30 cents. Over under is nine. Fires versus Stroman. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. making his much anticipated MLB debut for the Blue Jays. And if batting practice is any indication, this guy is going to rake. He took one off the restaurant there, absolutely smashing a moonshot into a woman's face. So he was looked slow, so good and so easy in batting practice. We'll see if he can do it in the game. FanDuel has odds of Guerrero hitting a home run tonight at plus 450. Might be worth a look. Very, very busy night in baseball. The Yankees, they close out the late game tonight. They're playing interleague play in San Francisco, laying a buck 30. Total six and a half in this baseball game. Lowest total of the night of the night. Paxton versus Bumgarner, the reason there. The White Sox, they've sent uh, pitcher Urban Santana for assignment to make room for Eloy Jimenez. Return to the bereavement list. And uh, taking a look at the PGA Tour right now, back to action. Guys are very, very busy. Lots of golf being played. 
lightning stop play yesterday, but they're back on course trying to get as many holes as they can today. Russell Knox and Brian Stewart now hold the lead. They're uh, 13 under through 13 holes. Russell Henley and Ryan Blom, uh, one of two groups, one shot off the pace, and some groups are still waiting to tee off for their second round. Uh, European Tour, David Lipsky and Sam Crocker share the lead at five under. Soccer action today, Liverpool crushing Huddlesfield. Five to nil is the final there. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Gabe Morency. We got Red Heat and Rage. Uh, we got to talk a little hockey, some pucks, NBA basketball, playoffs and baseball, and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody. have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. It sounds like the crew are stumbling to the finish line here. Yeah, I know. I heard a lot of background. Uh, they strong here. My God, my God. That's going to strong. One more Friday round. for everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday for everybody. One, one more round. One <laughs> more hour. One more. Yeah, yeah. Final, the final stand. Last call for Rachel Hall. countdown. Oh, good job, good job, uh, guys. Uh, we can just tell. Yeah. I can tell it's Friday. People are like, oh, man, yeah, it's been a... I was beaten down after yesterday. Long day, you know, the draft. A lot of preparation going into the draft from a handicapping uh, perspective. Um, I'm actually interested in round two. And the fact is, last night was amateur hour, Cam. You know, night one of the National Football League draft. Like, any moron could do it. Um, now, now, you know, whatever. Really happened. Yeah. This is where Super Bowls are won and lost. Exactly. Super Bowls are now won tonight. Like I said earlier this morning, the 2022 Super Bowl champion is going to be decided tonight, Cam. If people don't realize that. Like, and it's all the, the third round steals, the fourth round steals. We talked about it. The Buffalo Bills have been doing a nice job, Cam. Remember the kid last year? And I'll sure admit, have. I complained last year only from the sense I was pissed about, you know, I was pissed about a couple of things. But I remember talking about the kid, uh, what's his name, Tremaine uh, Edmonds, uh, the kid from Virginia Tech, only 19 years old when he drafted, like youngest player in the league type thing. And I was like, man, he just drafted his young linebacker. And by the time he's really good, he's just going to leave Buffalo. And I was just pissed off about it. But. He was so good so quickly, and I'm excited about the Bills' defense, you know, for real, not just from a Bills fan perspective. Listen, I think the Jets' defense is really, really good, too, but getting Ed Oliver last night, Cam, it's unbelievable amazing. that Ed Oliver was still there. You know, like, the guy's I love what a stud. the Bills He's... are doing. I love what your team is doing, Gabe. I, your defense was good before, and there were games. Hey, let's remember something. People don't remember. That game that I lost that spread on Buffalo, Buffalo was beating New England, okay? With Derek Anderson as their quarterback, they held I don't remember, New yeah, England yeah. in Corey check. Corey said we got blown out. I got to a big fight. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Yeah, no, and I, I and I lost that game by a half point. It was actually a great pick the whole night, and it was a pick six at the end. Their defense couldn't have played any better. They gave New England short fields, and they held them the whole night. They, that was New England's toughest challenge the whole damn year, came against Buffalo. Now you add Ed Oliver there and other pieces, young players a year a year older, too, and better. I love it. If they Bills. get any type of offense, Gabe, any type of offense, I love what your Bills are doing. They go 40th tonight, and now's the time. They pick, they, they improve the offense in the offseason, but now's the time tonight to go out yep. there, grab one of these wide receivers. My suggestion is Paris Campbell, wide receiver, Ohio State. Um, and the kid's a stud, and if, he, if he's still there at 40, I think, you know, you got a future star 
uh, potentially add another nice piece of talent. So speaking of which, Arizona on the clock. And I, I talked about the tweet, Baker Mayfield. And that's the thing, too. It bothers me. The Cam, like, I'll bitch about games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll bitch, and I'll bitch about a coach, and I'll be like, ah, you know, they should have called timeout there and stuff like that. But you'll never hear me, and you can attest to this. I don't get into, this guy's a loser. He can't do this. Yeah, I, don't, I talk I don't about that. that. Yeah. Everyone's true. an expert now. Listen, I bet on sports, and I know what I'm talking about when it comes to betting on sports. But I'm not one of these guys going to start telling you about, oh, Kyler Murray's footwork is a problem. Get the F out of here. What do you know about people's footwork? What are you, an NFL quarterback coach? You know what I mean? It's like like Baker Mayfield just tweeted. He said, all you guys, you can't play checkers, and you're talking about what kids just got drafted in the NFL can't do. I saw it last night with Marquise Brown right away. This kid's too small, man. He's too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. The Ravens don't know what they're doing at all, right? They just drafted the kid off the street. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. iHeartRadio now on YouTube uh, as well. All right, we got some NBA uh, tonight. One game in the association, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. We got a couple of hockey games, Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Islanders and the Colorado Avalanche and S.J. Sharkey. Sharkey. The Avs and the Sharks. And, of course, the NFL uh, draft resumes tonight. Uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, expected to be traded. We'll see. And I mentioned earlier, Arizona are on the clock. And listen, I'm not, uh, you know, they're running the show there. But that Arizona offensive line, I don't care if it's Kyler Murray or Josh Rosen, it was terrible. And they still have Jawan Taylor out there, the kid from uh, from Florida. That'd be the play I would go tonight. Get an offensive lineman, help protect uh, Kyler Murray a little bit. And then later in the draft, start getting some weapons uh, for him. Uh, let's bring in Alex Smith right now, not the quarterback, the handicapper. Alex Smith, wagertalk.com. What's going on, Alex? Not much. You know, busy time of year. We got, you know, Stanley Cup playoffs going. You mentioned, you know, the NFL draft is going on as well. I don't really get too much in the, involved with that as far as betting goes, but obviously uh, important decisions being made that will help us down the line in the fall time. So uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world of sports right now. Yeah, you know, like I said a couple of a couple of minutes ago, and I'll repeat it, is that, the, you know, the, the Super Bowl in two years is being won tonight type thing. Three years, you know what I mean? People, you need patience. Everyone right. talks about, ooh, the, you know, the impact <laughs> players. And there's a few kids that will have an impact in the first round. Not many of them, though. Um, it'll be real. It's all hype now. It's the same crap in the NBA with the NBA draft. People get all excited about all these players, yeah. and then they see them play in the NBA Summer League, and they realize this kid kind of sucks. <laughs> like, right? It's like, wow. Well, yeah, exactly. It's- and the fact that. 
it's made such a big deal that they actually had, you know, on, on national, on, uh, you know, primetime TV on ABC. I mean, it's, it's gotten way out of proportion, but, there's, you know, everybody loves, you know, just the, seeing the response of the people. Obviously, the response uh, with Jones going to, to the Giants, the fan re- reaction was uh, was were pretty uh, comical. But, uh, you know, yeah, other than that, I mean, like I said, you know, we, we watch all the college football we want, and there's a whole lot of guys who thought it would be great college going into the next level, and it just doesn't always pan out. And like I said, you got, it takes time. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was on ABC. I never flicked down that low on, on the guy type thing. So I didn't know it was on ABC last night. But, Cam, I guess uh, last night and specifically here in New York, too. But I, I didn't realize this. I guess uh, Jeopardy is on basically ABC affiliates for the most part. I always sort of thought they were just sort of independently random. But I don't know, whatever. I guess ABC might have bought it or whatever. So I guess it got preempted everywhere. And people are pissed. Oh, they People are. Were my, girl, yeah, my, girl, my girlfriend, she's watching this guy in Vegas roll. Like he, He's setting a record, too, Gabe. He's over $1.2 uh, million. He's he's playing like a gambler. And people, Jeopardy's one of those shows. It's listen always, to the uh, tweets here. I can't believe ratings. the stupid NFL draft and uh, and news made me miss <laughs> Jeopardy. Don't they know current <laughs> champion James Holzhauer is making history worth watching? Very exactly. disappointed. Here's someone else, Mark Young. I just found out that ABC Network moved my Jeopardy to the weekend because of the NFL draft. <laughs> Thank you for ruining the schedule. This is the only show we watch. I don't care about the draft. <laughs> don't touch Jeopardy. Uh, someone else. They preempted Je- some girl, Sherry. They preempted Jeopardy for this shit. Uh, someone else. I'm a big football fan as any, but delaying Jeopardy to televise the NFL draft should happen. People are acting Jeopardy. They're no, serious, man. Listen, people don't. No, watch people today's like Jeopardy? Jeopardy on DVR, and a crawl at the bottom says Jeopardy won't air locally tomorrow because of NFL draft coverage. I can follow the draft literally anywhere. I can't follow James dominating people just anywhere. James is Excellent the best point. sports story happening right now. Yes, yes. It's not a sports story. Yeah. Right, winning a Jeopardy. It's just a story, yeah. Get sports questions He's right, though, good. too. He's a jack of all trades, this guy. He's good. Uh, Very good. Yeah, we got, I got lucky I here pissed. in Minnesota because uh, Jeopardy Jeopardy comes on my NBC affiliate here, so I actually did get to see oh, it. Uh, people here didn't, didn't, get, didn't get shut out. So, yeah, <laughs> but listen, and I'm not land at ten thousand lakes. That's good. You get your Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to put you out of business or anything, Alex. Here, but I was saying this earlier. Uh, I said this earlier in the week. This guy on Jeopardy. Look, he's a professional sports better, right? He lives in Vegas. He bets on, you know, that's what he does for a living. He bets on sports. And yeah, yeah. And if I'm him, like, I've already had the website started. Like, why wouldn't you buy picks from this guy? He knows everything about everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean like, yeah, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's won, the next move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I won 34 Jeopardies in a row. I know who's going to win the NFL game this weekend. I'd buy his pick <laughs> at this point. If he was smart, maybe, maybe roll into the, you know, getting the super contest, some of those contests out in Vegas, and he wins that on top of uh, the notoriety from Jeopardy, then, yeah, he, he'd be yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you Good brought point. that up because, you know, between me and James Holzheiser, uh, one of them, one of us is coming eighth place in the super contest, and it's not him, Cam. I got that on him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I only walked out of that with about 15, 16K. He's walked out with about, uh, he's got about 1.4 yeah, mil. mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. All right. So what do you what do you make, Alex, of the Islanders and uh, the Canes uh, tonight? The bunch of jerks Ooh. versus the Islanders. Tough one. 
Well, I mean, how many people expected this? these two teams to even be meeting up right now in the second round of the playoffs? I think outside of Raleigh and Long Island, probably no one. Uh, but this is going to be a fun series because of that fact. You've got two teams that, you know, everybody said they shouldn't be there, but here they are, and they're playing well. Uh, you, had New York, you know, the Islanders, I mean, just completely dismantling a Penguins team. I, they played well. But it's but not I think a fluke, Alex. So you fact. do hockey every day. It's not a fluke. The Islanders were a good team this no. year, 103 points. They were good. They, Right, they were, and but the thing too in that series is that Pittsburgh is a team that looked just completely lethargic down the stretch. They looked like they have just had their fill of hockey. They played 480 hockey games over the last five seasons, when you include the regular Good season, point. the playoffs, and they just got worn down in, in that spot. So, uh, you know, so I, I take a, a small bit of grain of salt with the Islanders' performance. They were a good team, obviously good enough to win the series, but that sweep. I don't know, may have been a, a hair bit fluky, where if you look at Carolina having to battle seven games with the defending Stanley Cup champion uh, in Washington and finally breaking the trend when they needed most uh, first six games, home team dominated and won. Game seven, Carolina winning in double overtime. You wonder if they're going to have some, some heavy legs from playing off of that double overtime game, even with a couple of days off. The one key for the Islanders as well is that those two home games in the last series were at Nassau Coliseum. Now they've got to move venues playing in Barclays Center the rest of the way, which is not exactly uh, the, the big noise barn that it was, uh, you know, Nassau Coliseum is. It's going to be a little bit of a different atmosphere really for both clubs. Wonder if Carolina, maybe they have some fans come up there of their own, some, some of that sea of red in the crowd. Uh, I think Carolina's a good enough team to possibly steal one of these games at home, and I think it'll be tonight. Yeah, Alex, I'm, I'm kind of with you, with the, and I like the Islanders a lot. They're a team that I really respect. I believe they have a coaching edge mm-hmm. with Trotz over uh, Brindamore, even though Brindamore's done a decent job. Trotz yeah. has done a masterful job with that team, and he knows how to shut out your best players. The issue that I have with the Islanders, when you really break it down, is uh, they had problems scoring goals all season. It was good against Pittsburgh because they ran out, whereas Carolina seems to be a team that is growing. They're getting more. And also the defensive players that they have, all offensive, like Dougie Hamilton, Pesci, all these guys, mm-hmm. uh, Slavin, they're, they're they're not just good defensemen, they're better offensively. So I have, I have a lean to Carolina as well. And uh, we saw Columbus with that long layoff. They played a horrible first period. I'm really worried about that with the Islanders. Maybe Carolina to score the first goal because the layoff really hurt the Jackets. They didn't get their legs till the second period last night. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I would look at Carolina in the first period. I would look at that first period over as well. You get the decent price uh, with that. We saw that cash uh, more often than not in the first round series with Carolina and Washington. And I said that Islanders power play was really good in, in the first uh, first series. If if they get a, a penalty, if Carolina draws them, you can draw into a penalty early. That Islander power play scores, and you're in good spot to possibly have Carolina come back even and cash that first period over. So that's something I would definitely be looking at this evening. What do you think of the Sharks, uh, the Sharks and the Abs that game one tonight in the series? Well, I mean, obviously, we, we've, I'm sure everyone in the world has talked at nauseum about how the Sharks got here, came back to the 3-1 series lead, the 3-0 uh, deficit in game seven. Uh, Pavelski, you know, getting hurt, and now he's going to be out indefinitely, which is going to be a huge factor, along with the fact that Logan Couture is another player uh, there who's a little bit banged up playing injured. Uh, and that's the thing. Everybody's, you know, got some level of injury or, or, or banged up. Uh, level to them is just how serious it, it is. You have this Colorado team. They're a young, fresh team. Took care of Calgary easily in five games. Uh, I think they've got enough speed and skill to definitely take care of the series. I think San Jose uh, is going to look more like how they did in the early part of that first round than they did in the late part. Yeah, Colorado's got some great uh, team speed. People don't yep. know about these guys. People yep. don't even know about Nate McKinnon and how good uh, he is. All right, take a quick break. We'll be right back with Alex Smith. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, thank you, Yank. Game time decision. Ready, Rage Radio. Line up, block live, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I heart now on YouTube. Um, so we got uh, we got the Islanders tonight. They're at it against Carolina at the Barclays, uh, not in Nassau tonight. But all the talk about what arena they're going to play in camp, they actually had identical records in the, in the, in the arena, surprisingly enough. Yep. Surprisingly enough. Party. It was like. It's more, yeah. it's more about the pregame, Gabe, at uh, at uh, Nassau. Like I've been there. It's no, like I know it's huge, more. It's a fitting. huge space. It's yeah. It's just more like let's get our party on vibe. But at the same Whereas, point no, in time, well at the Barclays, they mm-hmm. did at the same point in time. Nassau only holds fourteen thousand people now, and Barclays holds like True. eighteen for hockey, nineteen, right? So yep. more people can go, and uh, they should be able to fill it up. All right, Ash. So before we get you out of here, we'll just quickly hit that Dallas and St. Louis. Uh, you know. These, the West, it's been so unpredictable, bro, right? The Western Conference, this, this, yeah. this in the last, in the yeah. first round, in which it looks like one team's going to win a game, and then eight minutes later, another team wins and all that. But I sort of thought, you know what? I like the makeup of Dallas. I, they have a lot of talent. I'm not giving up on them because they lost one game. But, man, St. Louis got this kid goalie, yeah, killing it for them. It wouldn't surprise. I know a lot of people are going to go with a zigzag like they do in the NBA here. And, oh, Dallas again tomorrow. I'm not sure. It wouldn't surprise me if St. Louis won again tomorrow, Alex. And then even though I talked about this with Van earlier, even if the Blues are up to nothing, I'm not going to write Dallas off going back home yet. But what do you make of this game tomorrow? Yeah, I usually don't subscribe much to the, the zigzag theory in the NHL, but this series kind of does tilt that way. I mean, like you mentioned St. Louis uh, obviously getting some excellent goaltending right now from Jordan Bennington, the rookie. Kind of reminds you a little bit of Andrew Hammond with Ottawa a couple of years ago and how he was able to make that uh, lift that team toward a, a conference final. Uh, and you, on the flip side, you've got a veteran goalie who's playing lights out, Ben Bishop. Uh, for Dallas is a guy, 32 years old, finally the first time ever even being nominated as a best in the finalist. Uh, so it's, it's going to come down to goaltending. It's a really kind of a uh, feel, has that old school feel to it when these two teams played back in the, the 2000s. Uh, and we've seen that reflected in the number and the total too. Uh, we've seen a total at five. Uh, and of all the games we've seen lined at five during the regular season and playoffs in the NHL, uh, the under, it is four, seven, and five. It pushed in game one between these two teams uh, the other night. So, uh, you know, we're only going to see five. You know, that's only going to move unless we see some scoring here. And the fact that we're seeing secondary scoring coming from Dallas is not just Ben and Radulov getting goalies, but it, goals, but it's guys like Dickinson, uh, Lindell, those guys contributing on the score sheet. Uh, that's huge. I think we're going to see an over actually cash in this game. But I lean with Dallas to, to even the series up going back home to Big D. Uh, Alex Smith, you can find him over at wagertalk.com. And finally, in closing here, Alex, and so we'll get you out of here. Uh, Columbus. Listen, Columbus came out and played a little while, uh, but Cam mentioned it earlier. They had the lead. Uh, Boston, man, they just find ways to win. This team, they're just so, they're just so calm under pressure. They don't, they don't panic when they're down a goal. They don't panic when it's tied. You know what I mean? 
They're a good road team in the playoffs. I got to tip my cap to Boston. I, I really do. I what do you make of game two here? Yeah, I think this is going to be a, a full series both ways. And you're looking at, you know, Boston, like you said, they were able to kind of uh, catch Columbus sleeping early in that first period. But it said the Blue Jackets woke up, got their legs underneath them, uh, and were able to take the lead before Boston coming back to finding ways to win. It's hard to fade Boston, especially as far as the series uh, goes. I think Boston's a team that's good enough to win it all. But in this game, too, I really like Columbus to come back uh, and even things up. And you had some quotes from Brad Marchand and stuff on Twitter. is kind of, you know, uh, poking a little fun at the Blue Jackets. This is a, a Blue Jacket team. You don't really want to wake the sleeping bear. We, we just saw them sweep one of the best teams that we've seen in recent memory in the Tampa Bay Lightning team uh, that had set the record for the most wins. They pretty much just played a, a perfect game of hockey minus the first period of game one uh, against them. And they've won 10 of the last 12 games dating back to the regular season, which is important because this is a Columbus team that needed the last weekend to get into the playoffs. So they were playing high-level uh, you know, dare I say, playoff-style hockey all the way through in the last dozen games. But, of course, those two losses that they suffered came at the hands of the Bruins. So I think they'll be able to get their revenge and even this series up at one tomorrow. Alex Smith. Um, all right, so he's uh, with Wager Talk. He also does a show with uh, Babano, the Ice Guys, on Patreon. Uh, you can yep. subscribe to that Patreon daily at uh, 2 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. And uh, where can people find you on Twitter, Alex? Yeah, follow me at AX Smith Sports on Twitter. All right, thank you for joining us. Enjoy the game tonight. May the winners be yours, bro. All right, take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Alex, uh, Alex Smith. You know what, Gabe? Uh, I think about this. We're going to do something smart. I've been looking at the numbers right now. I'm telling <laughs> you, both of the teams that I like are down one. I'm betting going to bet both, and I'm not screwing around because it's been a bad week. Small focus. Columbus is now plus 230 to win the series, and Dallas is plus yep. 230. One of those teams is winning the series. Pretty good odds. If not two, if not two I'm going to put a couple hundred bucks on, on, on both of them, and that's how you get back in the game real quick. I think one of these teams, especially Dallas, I've been on Dallas. I'm not getting off them. They played their worst game yesterday, and they only lost three to two. Bishop led in two horrible goals. It was questionable. Tarasenko had a big game. If Dallas plays that bad and only loses by one goal, I'm confident they can win this series. So I really... I'm 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 liking them. Plus two thirty, plus two thirty. Sign me up, Marenzi. One of these underdogs comes through. I can't disagree. I can't disagree with the attitude. I'm almost wanting to get greedy and think, you know what? And wait for two St. games Louis. and go to plus yeah, four St. Louis. Plus yes, crazy. yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it big, happens. Big, big Kahuna's, big ones. Sort of, sort of thing. Now, let me ask you then. What about? And, uh, you know, I don't have the bankroll. I'll be back in business. It, it's, you know, it's all God's plan. I'll be back in it business uh, next week with the units and, 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 and the bankroll that I need. Yeah, well, now I'm just sort of get, trying week. to get by on a daily basis. But um, and we got the derby next week and the games. Ever, there's always a big game coming up. But as far as the Raptors are concerned, you know, it depends on the book. Like when, when you look at the price that I see. FanDuel had it down at minus 215 right now, which isn't bad, actually, minus 215. Let's see what uh, Mr. Green. Mr. What's Green, Green dealing? Really? 250. Yep. Yeah. So, Raptors yeah. Series, two, two, 250. 215 isn't bad, uh, actually, then. Um, but with that being stated, Cam, we know the track record. The Toronto Raptors are 2-14 and 14 in game one. It's a playoff series. 16, you know, 16 playoffs, 2 and 14. So they stumble out of the gate all the time in these game ones in the playoffs, and it's just historic. But 
Yeah, they lost to Orlando, but now we get into some other numbers. Kawhi Leonard has never lost to the Philadelphia 76ers before. 13 and 0, Cam. Yep. All business. Yep. Yeah, 13 and 0 in his career against the Philadelphia 76ers, Kawhi Leonard. Secondly, the Toronto Raptors own the Sixers. And like this edition and last year's edition. So I'm talking about Embiid and Simmons and stuff. Butler yep. wasn't there for all the games. We'll give you that. And Tobias Harris. But basically, the Raptors are 6 and 2 against the spread against the Philadelphia 76ers the last, um, I think straight up too, the last uh, the last eight times they've played. Now, and I didn't know this until tonight, I just learned this, I talked about it earlier, the Philadelphia 76ers have actually lost 13 straight games in Toronto before. Awesome. So something's got to give. The game one curse, yes, but yep. they haven't won in Toronto since 2012, the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm, I'm going to tell and you something. Kawhi Leonard's 13-0 and against these guys. I, li- I like all your stats and the betting public. What do they know about Toronto other than us being Raptor fans, especially you, diehard Raptor fan? They know the history of the Raptors losing to Cleveland, losing to Washington, whatever. This number, they will be betting Philadelphia. Gamblers will look at Philadelphia at plus 200, plus 210, and say that's a good bet. I think that number will be driven down to around minus 190, minus 200 series play, and then we can jump on it. More people will be betting the Sixers than the Raptors due to uh, history bias against them, but they're a totally different team now. I'm telling you, if you wait till that series starts, too, and it'd be interesting. We'll see after the first game what kind of adjusted numbers we have, too. But that's the way I think we have to attack these series now. Like in hockey, I'm going on, uh, I still, you know, I like Colorado in the series, plus 115, Carolina. Even though I'm an Islander guy, I think Carolina has a little bit too much for them at plus 105. And I'm, and I'm hammering Columbus, plus 230, and Dallas, plus 230. All in the pluses, buddy. You go 500, we make money. Yep. You know, Cam, and we got to learn our lessons and practice what we preach. And I said this coming into we the do. playoffs, and I'm gonna, I'm really going to do this moving forward right now. Good. I don't like living the night-by-night night grind when you're like, don't okay. Well, we do a like, damn oh, show. I like, we have I, to get picks. I, like, like, I know, I know. But I'm saying with the playoffs, I like your attitude here. Play the damn series. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, I like Dallas to beat the St. Louis Blues. Then you end up losing 400 bucks in game one. You know what I mean? Exactly. They still might win, but now you're chasing. You're in a weird spot. Oh, suddenly I'm broke. I, I the, the account's done. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, And then after, it just pisses you off. You're like, oh, man. I knew they're like a good example is for me last Saturday. Lost a big money line parlay because the Raptors lost in a freaking Orlando Magic camp. Right? And this they week, lost it game happened one. to you with cost Golden me, State. Cost me like 600 Golden bucks. State. And then what happened, though, Kev? I say after. I say after, I'm like, man, after the Raptors were down, it was as low as 270 the next day in FanDuel for the series. If I could add money, I would have just hammered that, and I wouldn't have to worry about them covering point spread. But instead, I'm like, oh, no, no, I'll just get greedy and try to win 800 bucks on the first game of the series, right? And they screw me. They lose. And then the Raptors win every game, the rest of the games. They smoke them the rest of the series. And all I remember about this series is how I lost, you know, $575 that day. Yep. I, right? I like, know. it pisses me off. I should have bet the stupid I'm, series price. Like, it just, I'm, I'm tired you. of it. I'm with you. In the playoff betting. We have to, me and you are winning more than we're losing, but doing a daily pick show every single day. These are going to be leans. These are games I'm not going to be playing. Like baseball tonight, I have four or five things written down. I'm literally going to be betting $20, $25, maybe 50 bucks tops on a game. I'm sick and tired of this shit, too. I'm going to use math, use our minds, look at teams that are down in series play, find value. These are things that we talk about, Gabe, and we really have to preach it. I've been very disciplined for a long time, 
until that Leafs game, and I was a little bit too high on Dallas, but those bad decisions make you work five times as hard to get it back, and I don't like being in those spots either. It's stupid. All right, countdown to uh, round two of the National yep. Football League draft is on. Some of the props are still up in the air right now, and in fact, some books still have some second-round props uh, posted for the hardcores. We have some audio of Ed Oliver and the Bills and stuff, but I don't know if it translates well. It's very it's touching with... Uh, uh, with uh, with the Super Bill fan. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, and me and Morency, we're going to put our money where our mouths are with these games tonight and these series prices. And I like exactly what he is talking about. This is what we're going to do. We're taking teams that are down one to nothing only in the best of four series. I'm going to do it. We're going to put the picks in at the end of the show. Columbus plus 230, Dallas plus 230. One of these guys wins. We get serious, serious take back to the plus side. And I'm also, also looking at both dogs in these NHL series at plus 105 for Carolina in the series. I know Kurtz is going to be pissed with me on the weekend, but I think I like Carolina to get it done, plus 105 in Colorado, plus 120 at plus 120. You're an Islander guy. You're an Islander guy. Doesn't matter, Gabe. The Islanders, I learned with the Leafs. Doesn't matter if I love them. What what did they do for me? The Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> is Mitch Marner going to come to my house with season tickets? Hey, you know what? And I blame the Leaf organization. Me and you talked about it on the show, and I'm going to say it again. Hey, idiots, I was 6-0 and going to your games today. You give Dartman free tickets and everything else. I've been promoting your dumb, sorry asses year after year, me and my buddy Vince, and you do nothing for us as an organization. Nothing. Screw you. Done with these idiots. Can't even get a friggin' sounds ticket like, for under 1000 bucks. Sounds like you're close to being done with them. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of them losing to Boston every year, Gabe. It's kind of, it's like the one thing is, it's, it's, it's it's just annoying as hell. Like, it's just like, what, when when are things going to change? I'm actually optimistic for our football teams. I love what you did with, I love what the Bills are doing with that Oliver. And I'll tell you something, Seattle might not pay their players other than Russell Wilson, but that was a masterful job what we did in the draft, getting more moving down, moving down, moving down. Now we got picks for the draft. And as you said, we talked about it. This is where you get the beauties. Between rounds two and four, we're going to get some uh, nice steals. Yep. Nice steals tonight. I like what the team did. Very, very smart some, to accumulate picks. Still some good football players uh, on the board right now. So, right talking about Ed Oliver. I'm a big Ed Oliver fan. I'm really excited. He's a Buffalo Bill. I actually liked him a lot. And um, I, I, it's great that he, he was available for, for when, the, when the Bills the Bills drafted. Um, so, you know, um, the Bills, actually, they've got the super fan. There's a couple of super fans uh, of the Bills. Um, you know, you've got the uh, you got the brother. you got the black guy that uh, dresses yep. up like Elvis. He's got the white guitar. I, 
<laughs> Love that guy. No, he's, yeah, he's the best. Legendary. Rain. Yeah, he's Rainer. Shout out Cohen. Uh, that's how it started. Eric Cohen told me once on the air. We got into it. We're talking about the Bills. And uh, Cohen said, nobody's a bigger Bills fan than I am, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, sure he is. He's a he said he's the biggest too. Bills fan in the world. Yeah. And sure I said, is. Cohen, I said, I know you like the Bills. I said, I'm not disputing you like the Bills. But exactly. I said, you kind of like the Lions, too. But he's a Bills fan. I'll give yeah, Cohen. He he's a Bills fan. Oh, but, he's a real fan, for sure. But he's not the biggest fan in the world. And I, I explained to him. I said, you're not as big as the, the, the Baker guy and, you know, the, with the guitar and the Elvis get up. Yeah, he's got, he goes like, to every Bill's game. Pant. Yeah. I know. Like, come on, man. <laughs> he's got beautiful rhinestones and, there. Elvis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bottoms. Come on. White Sometimes guitar. he does the Baker thing. He does Elvis, but know, sometimes I, he's got the Baker hat. It's great when he's I got the Baker him. hat. The guy's the best, man. He's awesome. But the other guy is uh, Poncho Bila. You know Poncho Bila, the guy, he wears the wrestling mask? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Poncho. Yeah, yeah pa- Poncho Bila. But uh, Poncho Bila, yeah, he's part of Bill's Mafia and stuff. And Like, Bill, people think of Bill's Mafia, and they think of, like, the nut jobs and the tables and stuff. It really no, there's, isn't. There's, Bill's, there's no, no, Bill's Mafia. Dude. No, Bill's Mafia is a small crew. It actually it was, like, eight, ten of them. And it's, like, husbands and wives and stuff. They're not crazy people at all. I don't know how they came up with the name and stuff. And they was like, we're going to give money to charity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so they sort of started this little old we're Bill's Mafia. And it was like a cute little thing. And it turned into psychopaths just getting shit-faced in the parking lot. Bill's Mafia. Right? So each other on fire. (laughs) Yeah. So this guy, Poncho Bill, does a lot in the community. He's a very popular fan. The Bills love him and stuff. And uh, poor guy's got cancer, man. And uh, he's in the hospital bed, getting choked up, even looking at the video here. So you can't see it. You know, you, we'll play the audio, Ken, if you're, you're, Yang, you got this. So this is how cool the Bills are. They told them who they're drafting first. Nice. It's, it's wicked. Nice. There's video of the Bills in the war room. They pick up the phone, and they're like, we're calling them. And they did FaceTime video. They put Ed Oliver on. It's wicked. Here, roll the tape, uh, Yang. Are you there? Yes, sir. I got my mask on. Well, everybody in the draft room is listening to you. Um, we kind of like this deep tackle from Houston, Ed Oliver. What do you think? Oh, Ed Oliver? Hell yeah, baby. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you over here in the speakerphone. you got to tell our rep who's in Nashville, all right? All right, Ed Oliver. Here we go. Pancho, tell Jeff who we want. Our Buffalo Bills want Ed Oliver from Houston. Viva Los Bills, baby. Love it. Pancho, this was awesome, man. Mr. Pagula's here, too. He wants to say hello to you. Hey, Pancho, it's Terry Pagula. Terry Pagula, I love you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, too. We're praying for you up here. here. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. The fight's not over. I'm going to keep fighting like the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Thank you. We love your spirit. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Yeah, what can you say, Cam? You know, that's not a lot of teams are like that. Not a lot of people don't realize that when they shit on the Bills. Excellent point. The the Bills are part of the city, the fans, owners of other teams, man. You know, they're not calling guys and hey, we're praying for you here. Let's call our super fan in the hospital. Let him get the the first pick in here to the league. Some serious stuff there, man. That's that's what the Bills are about. This is the thing, Gabe, and you know me. You're a big Bill fan. I, I actually, I'm sick and tired of everyone in the world knocking the Bills. I don't think it's, uh, you know what I mean? It's just a big, stupid 
easy joke to make. I actually cheer for them after Seattle. They become kind of a team because of you and other guys that I know that are big Bills fans. And I pray for that community. Not just uh, Poncho. Think about Jim Kelly battled with cancer too, with the be- most famous quarterback in Bills history, and, and the area. Like I just want, I want Buffalo to succeed because they're they deserve it probably more than any other community. And that's what makes me sick when New England wins all the time. I just want Buffalo to get better. It's it sucks when you're a fan of a team and they never do anything for you. They never win. They always disappoint you. We just want a little bit of hope. Like you know what I mean. And if the Bills can, well, you're just get talking the about the Leafs. It would be great. Just, He's yeah. talking about the Leafs not doing anything for you. I guarantee you, bro, the head of Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment ain't calling you in the hospital when you're no, sick. He does. No, hey, no, he Cam, won't. you're a big He's Leaf done. fan. We're praying for you here at headquarters as if. You, got you know money. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you owe us money on your ticket still. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, sir, there's a big Cam Stewart stick. He's a big Leaf fan. He'd be like, is he season ticket holder? No. Oh, well, you know, what do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> That's what it say. Correct. <laughs> What do, you, what do you want me to like? I mean, you know, I got choked up in, and you see the video too. He's lying in the hospital bed and stuff. They have like video of him, and Ed Oliver's on Facetime. You can see Oliver's on the phone there too. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool stuff uh, right there. Um, Bills drafting 40th tonight. Should be able to get a pretty good player. Looks like it's uh, sunny in Nashville tonight. Actually, Cam. Um, last night, uh, last night was raining a bit. Yeah, all the women there, all dancing, uh, more people uh, partying after. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, I guess they did the, the, I never knew the draft was such a famous thing. Like, people are actually taking, instead of doing games, Gabe, they're doing the draft this year. What was it, 150,000, 200,000 people there? The place yeah. is absolutely smoking, packed with people. Well, you see, it's, it's just a big football party, right? And, yep. you know, I've never I've never really been, oh, I've always wanted to be in a draft. I was at an NHL draft before, and I was boring as hell. Um, I bet it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like I laughed. Like, you know what I mean? like the Flyers are going to trade with the Hartford Whalers. You're like, ooh, thanks, man. No, dude, you know, remember, I was a scalper in those days. Boring. I was a scalper. You know what year it was? It was when the Ottawa Senators first ever draft. They took Yashin. Oh, and oh yeah, right. I was I was a scalper. Senators year. Awesome. Yeah, I was a scalper. So it was at the Montreal Forum the draft. You can't it's a true story. I was like all hung over and I was coming from a chick's house or something. You know what I mean? I'm all like, I remember I partied all. I was really hung over and I was walking home. I was like leaving somewhere in the neighborhood. I lived near the form. So, and I'm walking down the street and I got a hangover. And all I hear is, dum, 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 dum. And I'm like, what in the holy hell? And it's loud as hell. And I'm like, what the F, man? I'm like, why is there a band walking down? I'm like, why are all these people dressed like senators? And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and it was the first ever Ottawa senator draft, right? <laughs> and it was like the fan, and they had like a big thing. They marched in and stuff. And I was like, holy shit. So I was standing there watching it outside the building. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah, the draft is here. I'm like, because, uh, you know, you can't sell tickets to the draft. And uh, lo and behold, I see a scalper buddy. He rolls up to me. He's like, hey, Gabe, you going in? And uh, I'm like, oh. I was like, nah, I'm going home. He's like, ah, it's free to get in. Why don't we go in? So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, all right. So I go in. I'm all hung over camera, just sitting in the Montreal form. With our first ever pick, we take Yash in. And I got through about four picks, bro. And I'm like, man, I got to go lie down. You know, like, 
he gone? Yeah, yeah. he gone. The NHL draft but, boring. Oh God, was ever boring. But it, I, I will admit, I was younger, much younger these days, and there were a lot of hot chicks, like all the chicks, like hangers oh, on, hockey bunny, like the players' bunny. sisters, and yeah, yeah, and like family and the dresses and stuff. That's what we were watching. I'm not gonna lie. We were like, oh, look at look at that. Like you can say what, like, you, can wow, say what you want about hockey, but when we played game, when we were teenagers and stuff, and you get those tournaments, there was always a lot of hot babes in the stands there. You always oh, wanted yeah, to yeah, play yeah. well on those road games, you know? Show them who's boss. <laughs> yeah. Beat beat the hometown team and uh yeah, you know, it's crazy. A lot of puck bunnies, a lot of, a lot but, of women like hockey players. Oh, they do. <laughs> so um I was gonna say though, no, Cam, but all the draft, but so they put it in Chicago a couple of years ago, and they got like 150,000 people and stuff, 200,000 people, and now they're putting it outdoors. It's like a big rocks, like you know, it's like Woodstock or like you know, Monsters of Rock or something, big stage and everything. Next year, you know where the draft is? Where? Las Vegas. Oh God, it's gonna be a shit show. That's gonna yeah. be nuts. We're, yeah, well, we, you and I gotta go. Oh, actually, that look, one said. Now, that sounds like if you're going to go to a draft, that's the year you go. Yeah, yeah. That's the Going to be off the hook. And like you said, let's be real. The Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas in 2025, okay? Um, I'd like to go. I know right now, unless, you know, dude, the tickets are going to be like $15,000 to get in. Yeah. You won't, like, it's going to be the most expensive me. Super Bowl ever. We'll go to Dude, the city, you know they charge four hundred bucks to watch the yeah, Super Bowl at Caesars now to watch in a casino. That's you gotta pay for parking. You know? We'll go to a dump. That's why. We'll go to a dump. That's why though I'm saying the draft. We don't have to buy tickets to any game. The draft is free. It's off the street. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? So we'll get gouged a little bit for the the hotel there, but it'll be fun. Raider fans gonna be nutshow, and Raiders are debuting the draft next year, and it's it's gonna be off the hook in Vegas next year. It'll be a lot of fun. So I, th- I think, you know, we should hit up the draft next year in Vegas. A lot of Raider fans when we were at Circus Circus too, right, Gabe? When we were there, like, it was Raider Nation in that casino, and they didn't even have a football team there. Remember the gift shop? Raiders, 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 Raiders. Everything was Raiders. And that was, like, all a long time ago. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> all bootleg gear. <laughs> yeah, Mexican Disneyland. Gotta love Circus Circus. Remember those little ankle biters? I'm playing blackjack. There's kids running around, biting your knees. It's like, what the hell's going on here? That's my spot. I like Circus Circus, too. It's fun. I like casinos where oh, I know I can get a drink for like 30 bucks. I'm sick and tired of getting ripped off in life. I like to get a good deal. That's very so oh, no, good place. How about those drinks from Vince Neal's bar? Great drink. Oh, those God. Daiquiris, those slurpy drinks? Yeah. That, why do you think you didn't see me for a day? I fell asleep on the on, on the concrete with a sub, half-eaten sub. I, like, I think I had a sugar overlord and hit, hit the deck. I'll be honest. Like a seizure. Those drinks. Those drinks f you up, man. They put a lot of booze oh, in them too, and like, buddy, I could drink. They go I down. Drink they go down like Slurpees. It's like going to Seven oh, Eleven and drinking a Slurpee. I'm like, oh, it tastes like, like coconut. <laughs> it's like, I know, I know. Like, like I can drink. Dude, we drank them so much, beers, like out of strawberry. It's not even effective. I know. You like the strawberry? Yeah, the strawberry was you good. Out of the mango. Yeah, mango. Actually, the mango was the mango real was good. good. Actually, yeah, I think the mango was the best out of them all. But I thought it was a little too sweet. They make them on, I had them on last time when you and I were there at IFBC on Fremont. Not as good. I'm telling you, no. the specific Vince Neal bar makes the best damn daiquiri in the city, bro, with the sprinkle of coconut. They got yeah, lazy with us because they knew we were shit right? At first, they I made know. it all nice with the coconut and the umbrellas and the velvet umbrella and stuff. 
Yeah. By the end of it, he was like, "Here you go, buddy," and he's putting it in a glass because he, he was like, "You guys are just animals." Yeah. You know what I mean? It looked a little, it looked a little thinner. <laughs> I know, I'm with you. Like before, <laughs> it was all thick, and like we had nice new like carved ice. It was like really refreshing. At the end, it just turned yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. You're right. We got, yeah. we got the bottom it of went the barrel. We got the end of the swell. Right I know. It's like we get the bottom yeah. of the machine. Thanks, buddy. But anyway, they were delicious. So what are you doing tonight? What are you betting on? I'm Only two on minutes left. Show small high. Let's do it, Gabe. I'm going to take the Minnesota to all small plays in baseball. As I said, it's been, can't lie, guys, a, a hard week. Where I'm down units this week. Minnesota minus one. I'm going to take a shot with the Jays with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I might actually do a $20, $50 Gabe. He's plus 450 at FanDuel to hit home run. I might just put 10 or 20 bucks on that, try to win some money. Rays minus uh, 120 and the White Sox minus 130. I'm taking both underdogs in hockey. I like Colorado the most. Plus 115 in Carolina, plus 120. They're a very hot team. Don't like to lay 10. Small play with Golden State, minus 10. But this is what I'm doing. Every hockey series, Carolina to win in the series, plus 105. Uh, Colorado to win the series, plus 120. And Columbus, plus 230. And Dallas, plus 230. All underdogs all the time. Marenzi, what do you got? Uh, I'm taking the New York Islanders tonight, minus 140. Islanders, minus 140. It's up to minus 145 right now. Tough Taking game, the Canes and Canes and the Islanders under five plus one oh five. Um Avs and Sharks under six. That's my hockey. Islanders to win. Canes Islanders under five plus one oh five. Avs Sharks under six. NBA. Warriors minus the ten points. And then the Raptors on the money line tomorrow. Um and then another one with the Warriors on the money line. The uh, Raptors on the money line. And the Nuggets on the money line. And that pays uh, plus 138. So uh, that's the basketball. Oh, and I like the I like the Nuggets and the uh, Nuggets and the Spurs to go over tomorrow, too. I'm throwing it like I, I have some crossover parlays with tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yep, totally. Like I played the Warriors. Yeah, I played the Warriors rolled over here. Uh, Major League Baseball, go Jays. Give me the Blue Jays. Okay. Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Play. 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 Later, yeah. Have a good one, everybody. And a winner's be yours. Or not, you're on your own. Later.